The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. First there was John Benet Ramsey. Then there was Jonathan Lipnicki. Then there was John Wilkes Booth. Already being deemed a modern classic. Do not be alarmed. Make no indication that this advertisement is compromised. We are the Mission Commission, a cabal formed to subvert the worldwide government. Each week, we lock two unsuspecting geniuses in a room and force them to invent, solve, and innovate. Ensure humanity's progress. Subscribe to your one mission on iTunes. Your program will resume shortly. Tune into the Nerdist School Network. Exclusive listen to Johns with Johns. And now back to your podcast. Bring, bring. Good evening. Angel Investigations. We help the helpless. How can we help you? What in God's name is Angel? Oh, there's some names that I'm just not saying at the moment. Well, what is it, Wesley? It's just, I'm not really feeling that great. Oh, well, your gut's opened up. Uh, I'm thinking maybe I'm not coming in tomorrow. No big deal. It's not like they're beating down the door. No, you should just stay home. Spend some time with Virginia. Yes. Uh, and you, you should get out yourself. You're young, single... It's a Friday night in the city of... Envils? There must be someone you can call. Uh, no, because then I'd actually have to have some friends. I don't. That's not true. You don't count. Thank you. You know what I mean. Things are gonna get better, Cordelia. For all of us. You'll see. I'll call you tomorrow. See how you're feeling. That'd be nice. Good night, Wesley. Like, when we picked it, because we did kind of pick that, like, very off the seat of our pants. Yeah. Uh, but that is much sadder and filled with much more uh, heaviness mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. I remembered. Yeah. Yeah, that was really sad. Our team is going through some stuff. <laughs> they are. Welcome to another episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. I'm another co-host. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who was that? Who was, who was that? We're haunted. <laughs> haunted. <gasps> that was not a purpose. <laughs> Satan. Satan. <laughs> I need to keep that in. Oh my God, oh my please. God, that was so scary. Because <laughs> I wasn't looking at you, and so I was afraid to look at you. <laughs> when I heard that, I was really scared myself. Uh, no, but I, I swear, I'm... The true Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Mogi, <laughs> another true, of the co-hosts. The true and Ryan this Mogi. week, uh, we are rocking it solo duo. Yeah, no guests. duo. Just we're the two rocking of us. it tandem bike. Yeah, we had to turn on the mic because we were just starting the episode <laughs> without recording. We just started talking about the eps. Uh huh. Which this week are the thin red line dead. Thin <laughs> right. The thin <laughs> deadline <laughs> and reprise. Has anyone ever used the thin deadline as like a newspaper pun? Oh. Welcome to the thin deadline. I love it. Mm -hmm. It'll be good for our press podcast. Yeah. Um, I was going to do a podcast plug. Uh, You're welcome to pug. I mean, (laughs) pug. 
um, you can plug. It is not our usual. No, it's not our plug usual time. plug time. Also, it doesn't involve any of us. It's just one that I started listening to yesterday. Sure. At the behest of our improv teacher, uh, mm-hmm. the Richard Simmons. It's gone. called Missing Missing Sim- Missing Richard Simmons. It's yeah. I've heard good things. I need to listen to it. It's very very good. It's very um well produced. It's like okay. very. The journalism's really good. It's really, should really I good. wait and binge? Because that's what I was sort of thinking about it too. Is like it felt like serial, which I listened to weekly, but it was would drive me crazy to wait. Yeah, I, I wanted know. all of it. Ugh. Um, I mean, you you listened to two, right? Or no, three? I only listened to one. One. Oh, but it was okay. like because my car ride home, and then I got mm. home, and I had to do other stuff. You can't just be listening to podcasts all day. No, I had to watch these episodes of Angel. So, um, okay, plug over. Yeah, plug over. That's it. <laughs> oh, I actually maybe have another plug. Have what? you ever seen the documentary, The Thin Blue Line? Yes. It's really good. Yeah, it's very so good. So I guess I plug that. Yeah. It used to be on Netflix. It's an Errol Morris documentary about the police. It's about a lot of things. Yeah. But it focuses on a, a specific crime and how the police reacted to it. Mm-hmm. But then in a larger sense, what it means to be a police officer, what it means to be a criminal. Yeah. And... It's very. It has some very like iconic imagery. Yes, um, like close-ups of like. It feels a ice little cream dated or now. Slurpees? What is she drinking? Or what is she consuming? Consuming the female officer. I think it's an ice cream cone. Yeah, it's very dated. It reminds me of, um, you know, those like get some snacks from the from the concession stand. Like, yeah, ads from the eighties where it's like a close-up of like popcorn. Yes, <laughs> it was like that. It made me yeah. feel very eighties. It it does have a very eighties vibe to it there's also reenactments which definitely are out of vogue mm-hmm. in documentaries now um but it's a errol morris is one of my favorite documentarians he yeah he it's a very provocative story i don't think it's his most provocative yeah. one but it's worth seeing if you like documentaries i have a question what does the thin red line mean i don't think it means anything okay so the thin blue line because <laughs> i you know what's weird i think there's I a movie down, right Oh, uh, like a. I feel like for some reason I think Robert Redford's in it, but maybe because red. <laughs> no, let me let me Google. I think there is a movie called The Thin Red Line, but I think it's about war. I don't think it's related. Because when I first wrote my note, I wrote The Thin Dead Line, and then Netflix was like starting The Thin, or I wrote The Thin Red Line, and then it said starting The Thin Deadline. I was like, wait, what? This whole time yeah. I thought it was red. Okay, so Terrence Malick made a movie called The Thin Red Line. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm really hoping Robert Redford's in it. He isn't. <laughs> a bunch of other people are. Uh, about, I think, and I think what I, it's an ensemble epic warm film from 1988. And it's a Terrence Malick, so it's one of those ones where you, you kind of have to just soak in, the, mm-hmm. it's a lot of imagery. A lot. <laughs> a lot of imagery. Okay. But I, my memory of it, I guess I could just look up what it actually is. I think the plot is someone gets caught, uh, Sean Penn gets caught on the wrong side. Of- this sounds really familiar. Maybe I've seen it. Um, I used to be a big Sean Penn head. That does not surprise me. I used to be really into him. It's like he's so talented. Yeah. So he, it's okay. A lot happens. I'm trying to read just a short synopsis. There's no such thing as There's a short no synopsis way. of this movie. So it's a war movie. It came out before this episode. So I think yes, the episode's a. It's interesting. It's like referencing playing. one thing but using a pun from another thing. Yeah. Which is a all right. Interesting. All right, Angel. Um, and it opens with one of the most hackneyed things that I think happens in movies. And I don't know if it happens in real life the same way. What? Angel walks in 
to his office oh, and in yeah. frustration throws his arm across his table and knocks everything over. There's a lot of that happening in these two episodes. Yeah. I mean, like many characters do. I want a scene. I want to go to commercial on that and come back from commercial with the person picking everything up and putting it back in piles on their desk. Yeah, that would be so funny. Because, like, I get, like, picking up something and throwing it. Yeah, that seems like something, one thing. Yeah, it seems like something someone would do in real life. Mm-hmm. Or grabbing someone else's papers and being like, Psh, yeah, deal with I that. I've definitely done, like, <laughs> shit to other people's stuff. But why? You would not want to knock over your own papers. No, I mean. Have you ever done it? So, no, I've not. I'm thinking of things that I've, like, thrown down in anger. I yeah. threw down a hot dog in anger once. <laughs> then did you just look at it being like I was gonna eat that I was like pretty mad I threw it away <laughs> like I was uh, it was with a, ugh, yeah. a guy I was dating and um, I opened up the hot dog cause I just purchased it yeah. just purchased it and he was like that smells bad and I and yeah and I just threw it <laughs> and I was like you happy? no I'm not gonna eat again also I was 19 so it was like yeah it's okay to do that <laughs> um, but yeah I think oh, I'm trying to think of times that I've in anger destroyed something that really messed me up i've definitely like yeah i'm like fine you don't like it yeah i just won't do it and then i don't get to do what i wanted to do one time i was making little pizzas uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and um they weren't turning out how i wanted them to and uh-huh. and, and i was just really mad and yeah. i just threw them all in the trash that's a bummer I used to do that a lot. I think I used to get my temper was worse when I was younger. I do a thing where when things don't turn out, and this is less temper. <clears throat> the the evil <laughs> is coming up. Um, it's less a temper thing, but I will, I'll make something at home. like Because I'm good at baking because the rules are very clear and mm-hmm. I can follow a template. Cooking, I'm not as good. I don't have that sense of like a little of this, a little yeah. of that. <clears throat> so I end up sometimes failing when I'm experimenting. Yeah. And so I will, like, convince myself that I'm going to eat it later, even though mm-hmm. I kind of hate leftovers. Like, yeah. I, really, I don't like them. Like, yeah, Like, everything too. is a congealed and, like, I need a roommate. I should put that on my, like, bumble. Yes, you need someone to someone eat someone leftovers. To eat. <laughs> if you like to eat leftovers, I will cook. You can eat the leftovers. <laughs> um, but no, like, I, so I will, like, convince myself I'm going to eat them. So I've made, like, little pizzas. I mean, like, oh, I'm going to freeze them and eat one every day for work. And then they just sit in my fridge until I'm like, <laughs> no. Because yeah. I don't want to throw them away. Like yeah. while I'm, I'm like, oh, no, I'll totally eat them. I'll freshen them up. Yeah. No, I failed. I feel like um, y- it's very funny. You can, like, see the differences between you and I because mm-hmm. I am <clears throat> really bad at baking because mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm like, well, I'll just do this instead. And it <laughs> never works. Uh, but I'm, like, a pretty decent cook because yeah. I, I – I love, and this is also a difference between yeah. me and uh, Micah because you both are the same. Um, have, you, have we said that on cast before? I don't think we have. <laughs> I Kelly's my, boyfriend and I have the same personality. Same personality, <laughs> and he loves like knowing all the steps and everything that's going to happen beforehand. Uh-huh. And I love not knowing anything and just jumping and being like, "I hope I have a parachute." That's insane. <laughs> So Your perspective I, on the world is crazy to yeah. me, <laughs> and it's interesting because my sister's also like you guys. Yeah. And I was, uh, and it's interesting to see that in a person that hasn't done any improv. Yeah. Because we were trying to play mind meld in the car. Oh. And she refused, refused to come up with anything in less than two minutes. And I was going crazy. Whoa. Like, I was like, literally anything in the world. Pick anything. I will give you anything. We will find it later. Just yeah. pick it. And she's just like, I haven't come up with one yet. Oh, my God. It was a long card, right? I can imagine. Mind meld is a really good card game. It's a very good card game. 
if you, you know, if it's not a horrible situation that mm-hmm. you're having. Also, it's also a good line game. Yes. Yes. I love doing that in line. I also like um, uh, Picnic, which we yeah, played. We played that. Yeah. Picnic is a good car one. Um, I played my, I used to, I taught Kaiser Mind mm-hmm. Meld when we were in line once. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's South by. And so people would like, because when you're in line there, like you talk to people in line, you're like, because you're sometimes in line for like an hour and a half yeah. to get into a movie. And so I feel like people w- wanted to get in on it. Yeah. And we never invited them in. <laughs> we probably, in retrospect, I'm like, we should have had a group mind meld with those people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were just like two girls doing South by. <laughs> we were just living it up, playing improv games. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. I just saw my second note. So my first note is Angel Smash. Yeah. Second note. Ew. Do you know what it means? That eyeball. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Sick. Ugh. Sick. So sick. Sick. Like, it was like hairy eyeball. I know. It was very disgusting. It was like... It was did... unsightly. Also, why did they give that little girl no lines? <laughs> she just sits there silent. She's in two episodes and she gets no lines. No lines. Oh I mean, I think God. they were trying to make that mother seem like the worst mother. Mm-hmm. And then she got murdered. Spoilers. And, yeah. Spoilers. She gets murdered. Um, It was... Also, really interesting that something that seemed something that seemed like just such a throwaway yeah. case, pretty like every time we touched back yeah. on it, it seemed like it was still throwaway. Yes, but it is like setting up what's going to happen in this ne- in our next episodes yes. that we watch. And I was like, God, I want to keep watching. Like, yeah, this is one of the too. few times with Angel where I was like, Oh, I should just keep watching. I know, but I, I didn't. almost, I, you know what I did. What? Because I don't always remember exactly what happens. So I read the synopsis of the next no. episode. <laughs> I was like, because it ends, um, whatever. <laughs> Let's just free ball this. <laughs> Go everywhere. Um, the way it ends, because it ends exactly the way uh, the episode where Angel loses his soul on Buffy ends with him yeah. like clutching his chest and like. <gasps> mm-hmm. um, though I guess that one he goes outside at the very end. But it was well, like. I, I, I saw the first, like, two saw, seconds of the next uh, one because it started. And I was yeah. like, no, no, no. Yeah. He, it. he goes outside. He goes outside. But, like, it's – that is such a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does. It makes you – I can't even imagine. Because this – I think this aired the same week as The Body. Oh, my – so you're just experiencing, like, one emotional turmoil over the place. All, oh, my God. Like, it's crazy. So that, like <gasps> – How could you watch anything after you watch The Body, though? Let me double check that I'm not crazy. But like, I think that's right. How can you do it? It's almost impossible. How can I stop questioning my choices? <laughs> um, okay, so it aired on February 20th. If you type in Buffy Body, it automatically finishes Buffy Bodynomics. What is that? I have no I'm idea. Scared. I did not click on it. Okay, so no, it wasn't the body, it was uh, the end of <clears throat> I Was Made to Love You. Oh, God. Which is almost, it's. Yeah. You're st- it's the same thing of like, what? So this is a very wah-heavy yeah. week. Well, and and that, we will talk about the Thin Deadline because we have to. Yeah. There's a lot. If we had a guest, they'd be, they'd have so many questions. Yes. But we just want to ignore it because it's lame. Yeah. <clears throat> but in Reprise, everybody is going through stuff. Like Cordelia feels friendless, has nothing. Yeah. And uh, is when- on her way to question mark. Yes. And is in danger. Yeah. Uh, Wesley... Just got dumped. Popped his stitches. Feels terrible. Yeah. Both of them are so angry at Angel. Mm-hmm. And Angel is not giving them the the opportunity to even, like, take it out on him. Right. Because he he's like, so cold to them. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then we have Kate's killing herself. She has so many pills. She has so many pills. And uh, Angel realizes that he, that Earth is hell and that who cares about anything? So he sleeps with Darla. Yep. And nothing matters. So sleeps with Darla. Knowing that, yeah, if he does it, he may lose his soul. Where is, uh, where is Gunn in all this? Because I know where he is in. Um... I don't think we see him all episode. Okay. You know what I think he's doing? What? Your eyebrows are moving so fast. It's unbelievable. I think he and Anne are making uh, out. Yeah. They, they had, had some thick chemistry. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why don't you come around anymore? And he's like, I guess I will. I forgot how hot you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I didn't know you could do that flippy thing with your bangs. <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> That's right. He's like, I'll be there. I'll be there right now. Do you want me to go with you? I'll, I'll go with you right <laughs> now. I'll go Let's with go. you right now. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> yeah. I think he and Anne are having or reconnecting. Yeah, they're definitely reconnecting. Um, so going back to the thin deadline. Yes, let's do it. So I was totally under the impression that like, okay, what was the deal with that dude that comes in? I was confused by him because I, the drug dealer guy. Yeah. So he wants to come in and like, he's in, he is like the big, he's the, he's the, uh, example of the horrible crime that was going on in that town before right. the cops zombies showed up so he's there to threaten all of he's essentially there to like re he wants to get his one guy he wants to yeah. scare that one guy but he's also like trying he's also scared i think yeah i think he's playing it like i'm here to get you but like really he's hiding from the zombie cops yeah um and they want him there so that gun has someone to represent all crime and apparently all black people yeah, that was a little bit iffy. I don't know. It was like a weird thing because it was happening. Like, all yeah. of Gunn's friends, the friends that Gunn enlists to fight the cops are all black. Like, there's definitely a racial component to what's happening. Yeah. And, I mean, he they even say, like, blatantly, they're like, because uh, she's like, how do you know the cops are going to stop you? And they're like, we're going to be the ones walking while black. Yeah. And then, I mean, to have, when they get the camcorder out and they're trying to yeah, videotape it. Yeah, and they King. Yeah, and it, it very much... I was just like, wow, like this could be today. Like, because yes. we have now, there are apps on your phone where you can like tape cops. Yep. Um, well, and, and last year, and I feel like it, it isn't, we're not seeing it as much n- now. I'm sure mm-hmm. to some extent things are, it, 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 it's probably still happening. Yeah. But there was a time last year where a week wouldn't go by where there wasn't a new tape of someone. Uh, of a cop shooting someone that yes. someone taped on their iPhone. Yes, and that, and when I say someone, I mean a black person. Yeah, yeah. Like that was that was just constantly you were watching those videos. Yeah, um, yeah. It's and, interesting though. I feel like this would have been seen kind of as a cop out. Now mm-hmm. I didn't mean that as a pun. No, I get but, it. But um, because it's like they aren't cops; they're zombies and they're yes. evil. So like it's it seems, and I don't think that there that this was some, that. Police brutality, uh, to the like the extent of how pervasive police brutality yeah. is, wasn't as cared about then as it is now. Right. Well, I think that it was more. I feel like what the show was trying to explore was that idea, and I know I've mentioned the Shield before and Sean Ryan, mm-hmm. and so maybe I'm forcing a connection that isn't there, but I see it when I watch these. <laughs> um, is there? It's building this idea of where is the line because if crime is happening on the streets. There yeah. are citizens you need to protect from criminals. Mm-hmm. Um, what What is too far if the ultimate thing is stopping criminals from killing and raping and assaulting yeah. innocent people? Like, and I think that the show 
Angel's not, the show isn't really equipped to get too deep on that. Yeah. It almost had like too many elements, I feel like. Well, yeah, because this show isn't usually about police. Like, that's the thing. It's about like vigilante justice, kind of, but yeah. also about a single person's redemption. Mm-hmm. And so, in order for us to like even start covering that kind of stuff, uh, there has to be so many more wheels thrown in yeah. and like they all have to be moving. And I think some of them kind of get dropped. I feel like, yeah, I agree. I wonder if it was there were too many characters because you're right. Yes. Angel is best when it's about people uh, like internal arcs and also mm-hmm. like relationships. Like that's what makes the sh- to me what makes the show powerful mm-hmm. is those things, not the overall all structures. And so if it had been if we. You know, if you combined the evil crime guy, was his name like Kingsley? What was his name? I did not remember his name. <laughs> I just remember I don't saying think I wrote Ew. it down. Yeah, I didn't like him. Uh, if you combine him and the guy who used to work on the corner for him into one character, if it was like a guy, a young guy that mm-hmm. Gunn didn't trust because he used to be a drug dealer, who's not a drug dealer because these cops are coming at him. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time, he goes back to the streets because that's what he knows. There's like a cleaner element to that arc. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Yeah, the way it stand, where it stood, it, there was so much going on, and and Wesley is dying the second, yeah. and we care, like we care about Wesley so much that it becomes hard to care about crime and care about these innocents that we never meet. Like it becomes hard to care about police brutality when someone that we've spent seasons with that matters a lot to us has been shot in the gut and is dying. Yeah, like yeah. the stakes of that. It's just it was there was it was a kind of overstuffed episode maybe. Yeah, it was. It was trying to tackle way too many things at once and and we saw it. Yeah. And it's a shame cuz I really liked Gunn's two friends, especially how annoyed they were at him. Yes, I liked I, them too. Like I I liked them. I liked the the one who was like a little squirrelier who kept being lookout but was like, "Uh guys, the aim is this. and they were like, "No, stop being squirrely." Like yeah. I loved all of that stuff. Um I love their reaction when the cop gets back up. Like, there's a lot of good elements in this episode. Yeah, and I I loved also just the idea of, like, kind of forgetting where you're from, which Mm -hmm. is true. Because, like, Gunn can say all he wants that he's, like, from, you know, South Central. That he's, like, you know, from the streets. And, like, yeah, that's what what he is. He's from the streets. He's not there anymore. He's chilling out with uh, Cordy and Wesley. Yeah. And, and it sounds like he's not even checking in. Because he didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Like he would have known every, he would have been fighting, he would have figured out this zombie situation or at least the cop situation so much faster if he yes. was there. It wouldn't take Anne coming to him and being like, something's weird. Yeah. Um, I do think, I will say for all of the the misses with the cop brutality elements, I think that the uh, the image of the cop zombies like climbing the windows in their uniforms and their hats and stuff was mm-hmm. really upsetting. It was really it, <laughs> like, like they reminded me of like spiders or something. Yeah, like spiders. But like for me, and again, we've talked we've talked about this. I think we talked about it a lot uh, more last year. But uh, my white girl privilege leads me to like when I see a cop, I feel safe. Yeah. Um. I mean, less. It's less now than it was maybe five years ago. But like. Mm-hmm. You personally don't feel in danger. Well, not in danger. Like, honestly, if I if I felt like I was in danger, if someone was after me, yeah. I would want to find a cop. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I yeah. literally, like, they are, a, I feel like they're safe people for me. Yeah. Um, I might be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it, 
I hope never to test that hypothesis and be wrong. Yeah. But like cops have always been safety to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to see that sim- those especially like plain uh, ones in uniform. Yeah. Like they're just whatever. Um, but to see them as zombies climbing through the windows and like mindless hordes was yeah. really creepy, I thought. Do you want to know what wasn't creepy and made me laugh out loud? Let's hear it. When Angel does like a roundhouse kick and just bops his head off. That was so great. I didn't expect that. I kind of <laughs> forgot what the deal was with these cops. And so like when they're like fighting, 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 and he's just like, don't. I, I laughed out loud. It was, was funny. Like, no. I think it was supposed to. Was it supposed to be creepy? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be kind of funny, right? Because yeah. he's kind of like, what? What? And then him talk. I think when, then when we see the head still talking, it was supposed to be a little bit more like, ooh. Yeah, and it was rotted. Yeah, but compared to the eye on the back of the head, like that <laughs> head popping off was just kind of awesome. Yeah, it was so um, funny. Also, another thing that dates this in 2001 so clearly is that Angel has to explain what zombies are to Anne. I know. I was like, Whoa. wait, what? <laughs> I was like, that is back in time shit. Yeah. There was a time where only like George Romero heads knew what zombies were. It's crazy. That's so crazy. It is now so like omnipresent in yeah. our culture. It's yeah. Little kids play mobile phones about zombies. Yeah. Like everywhere. Versus zombies. Yeah. That's what I was referring to, Kelly. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and also there's like a really high-rated television show about zombies. Yes, there is. Um I, the cops are tripping, G. Yeah. All right, here's the thing about that. You are yawning up a storm today. Sorry. I it's just, okay, I man. You just drink my coffee fast enough. All right. Get, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm letting you know. Yeah. I'm here for you. My Whatever eyes are we need. slowly. They are closing. Close. I'm going to end up doing this whole episode <laughs> to a sleeping hell. Oh my God. Someone was snoring so loud at Lego Batman. Oh no. <laughs> it was so loud. And everyone in the theater was like looking around. Oh. And because I was like, it's, is that coming from the show? And yeah. it was during like a battle scene. Oh God. And it happened like four times. This Aww. person was very sleepy. And they maybe were by themselves because no one next no to them elbowed them. Yeah. Or maybe it was like uh, an ER doctor who had been on a 36-hour shift and was there with their child. Yeah, and the, and the child like, was I like, can't I can't wake him up. This is the only time I get to spend with my parents. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, no, that's embarrassing. I remember uh, when I went to see uh, – what is the third prequel? Revenge of the Sith? No. Okay. Uh, we got – Phantom Menace. Uh-huh. Darth Maul rises. What's this thing called? Oh my god, he's back again. Oh my god, he's got red on his face. <laughs> I, I was literally talking about this with Colin like two days ago, and he corrected me, and I can't remember. Anyway, whatever. The third prequel. Okay. And we went to see it with friends in college. And we were sitting like on the side, and I so I could see this man, and he was like leaning back. And the movie is long and not that good. Yeah. He was leaning back in his chair. His belly, like, poking out. And so his belly was, like, uh Was it holding, exposed? Uh, no, it was just, like, uh, you could just see it. It just uh-huh. popped out. And his popcorn was, like, balancing between his chest and his belly. Oh, my God. But he was, like, leaning back. So, like, it balanced. And then he, he would, like, fall asleep oh. into his popcorn. And so he'd be, like... <laughs> and then the popcorn would, like... I just hit the mic because I was so excited. Uh, the popcorn would, like, pop up. Oh my god. So it would be like this noise. And it happened like three times during the movie. Like he would be asleep, he'd be sleeping, sleeping, face into popcorn. And then popcorn. That's such a like visually uh like exciting thing. That yes. Happened. Especially in a movie that I was like over it. Yeah, me too. Um, I was over those movies. I didn't really like any of them. Yeah. I mean, I 
I wish I was younger. Like, I wish I was eight yeah. when they came out. Because I think if you're a little kid, you just love every movie. So I would have been into it. But I was too, I was too discerning by the time they came out. Yeah. Because, like, those pod racers and stuff, if I was little, I would have thought that was cool. I'm trying to think of how old I was. I think I thought the pod racers were decently cool. Yeah. Because I remember, like, my cousin got the pod racer racing game. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing that and thinking it was too hard. Aw. <laughs> some of those game, a video game, right? Yeah. I feel like some of those video games were too, like, the Toy Story video game was too hard. I never hard. played that game. It was, it was just too hard. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> that good, but I put in so much time. <laughs> and I'm not, like, a... I was going to say I'm not a cheater, but, like, I didn't use codes or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure if I used codes, I could have beaten it or whatever. Yeah. But I could not be that. Like, it was very, very <laughs> difficult. And I would, like, get to this one level, and I just could not I want to. I want to do, like, a Twitch where you try to play it as an adult. I would. I have my Sega. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture you being like, see what I'm talking about? <laughs> and you would be on your phone. You'd find the cheat code. And I actually in. don't like cheat codes as an adult. Good for you. Because it's not fun. Well, it's kind of silly. Here's the thing. I will say, I guess this is where my cheat code, if you use a cheat code, you can't say you beat the game. Right. That's fine. But sometimes I want to play a level past a level I cannot beat. And when I was younger, I had like friends that could be like, beat this level for me or whatever. But like, there's times where I literally cannot beat the level. Like, yeah, I've done what I can. I've maxed it out. I want to see what's on the other side. I'll do that with like, because modern games now you can mid-game change difficulty. Okay. So I'll do it to, like... <laughs> like if it's You'll if do, it's like, Mogi-level difficulty. Well, they have, like... So some of the games have, like, story mode, which is, like, you've just... Oh, that's how I'll play The Last of Us. Yeah. I don't think you can do that. I think there, <laughs> there's so much of the game is fighting. But I feel like um, the first release of Mass Effect, mm. uh, you were able to do just story mode, and I remember, like, message boards, and people being like, why the fuck would you want that? And it's like, dude, then don't play it. Yeah. Like... The story is good. Let people like let people enjoy it. Oh yeah. my god, we are so off the reservation. Yeah. But um, <laughs> because of my job, I had to. I watched the uh, prequel movie for Call of Duty. Uh, I didn't a, even know there was a Call of Duty. There's movie. a new Call of Duty about where you're fighting in a. I think it's a. I'm gonna say the wrong country. I think it's a Bolivian cartel. Okay. Um, and you're trying to like get your friend. It's a ghost recon. Okay. Is that a subset of Call of Duty or is that the name of the game? I don't play Call of Duty games. But maybe it's, oh, maybe it's hold on, hold on. Time out. It's not Call of Duty. Okay. Everything I say is wrong. It's a Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Okay. I think is the name of the game. That sounds like three things that are not don't go together, but it's like something like that. Okay. But anyway, there's a 30-minute prequel movie. Oh. That was like a movie movie. Is it uh, live action? Yes. Oh. Um, that is so compelling that I was like, I need to buy a PS4 and I need to buy this game so I can play it. Even oh, though- my God. <laughs> it's gotten really good reviews. Yeah. Uh, is it? Is that the right name? Tom Clancy's Ghost, Ghost Recon, Recon Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah, yes. you're totally right. Um, but yeah. And the, the movie was like uh, something about the cartel. Cool. Anyway, but it like the it made me like, oh, because you can tell in the way that the little movie is shot, like who the bosses will be yeah. or do they call them bosses still yeah okay uh, like, yeah uh but yeah you can tell like who the baddies are it was yeah fun. that's cool um but yeah it's weird how everything's kind of bleeding into each other was there ever a buffy video game or someone actually one? just posted on the buffy the vampire slayer facebook group a uh the cover of a <sighs> buffy the vampire slayer video game was it like a pc game i was like because mm-hmm. i literally have an nes 
and a Sega. We have a f- mutual friend who has an SNES. Who's the mutual friend? Patrick. At least he used to. I don't know if he still does. He used to have it where you could see it in his house. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. No, they have Xbox. Which I do, do, Does Xbox 360 have back compatibility? I think it. you are talking to the wrong girl. I couldn't beat all the levels in Toy Story. I said that <laughs> earlier. We should do it where we can twitch it, right? Yeah. And we it's should- called Chaos Bleeds. Oh, I'm so excited to play this. Um, let me look at my notes to see if there's any. Okay. Can I tell you my least favorite screen grab of this whole episode? <laughs> yeah. It was early in the episode. Okay. And it was when you could see uh, in the foreground, Elizabeth Rome's name. And in the background, Merle Packing. And I was like, <laughs> this is everything I hate in one moment. I don't. Yes. <laughs> like, what is going to happen to this episode? Yeah. Uh, luckily, you didn't have too much of either of them. You no. just had one. And I feel bad for Merle because I don't think the acting is bad. No. It's just he's so annoying. It's just also hard to care about him when there's like people that we already care about mm-hmm. and things are happening to them. Yes. And tonally, he doesn't really fit. Like, he feels like he should be on Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> like, <laughs> or even an episode of Buffy. I yeah, I think an being... episode of Buffy he'd fit. He just doesn't fit. Like, he needs an inner darkness. Yeah. Like, someone should have cut off one of his t- his tail or something. Mm. And he can't balance very well anymore. Oh, he always lists to the left when yeah. he walks. Um, I loved... Surprisingly, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, Cordy's leather jacket. I at first was like, what? And then yeah. as I kept looking at it, I was like, I'm on board for this. I'm enjoy- I'm in- I enjoyed it a lot. Do we think it was real leather? I was thinking it was fake leather. No, it's like. Is this like a cardigan? Yeah. No, there's no way. I love it. Unless it's like the finest leather that. Because it yes. like seemed not hard. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it had like a. Supple. It had a suppleness. <gasps> I didn't love crop top to work. With low ride jeans, which I know was the style at the time, but Frankie B, you're at your job. I know that um, was like the thing, though. I know, and also, if we really flash back to 2001, because I remember this, because I always have had a tummy. There was a time where you literally could not buy shirts that were longer yeah. than waist length. Like I they didn't, that. Sh- yeah. they didn't sell things that would go beyond a mid height jean. They just did right. it. They it didn't. Was, and then, like, they started to like sell long and lean tanks or whatever yeah. and i would like buy so many because i was like what if it stops yeah <laughs> and now i feel like you i guess crop tops have come back a little bit but i feel like if you walk into any mainstream store you can get a tank top that goes to your hips yeah or a shirt that goes to your hips. yeah i i feel like it's inter- maybe it was just like kids stores that we were yeah. seeing different stuff but like i feel like there are a lot more options now like i feel like yes. people are like we don't only have to do one length of shirt yes. like we can do many lengths of shirts yes cuz i have different lengths of shirts i like mm-hmm. i usually don't wear a crop top but like i like either uh sometimes i like to have the ones that go like pretty low down yeah. the hips and then sometimes i like to have the ones that like are like at the button line of the pant sure any shorter than that i don't Well, what I don't do ever anymore is a baby tee. Like, (laughs) tight and short is just not in my repertoire. Yeah. I've worn it. I like drapey. I don't mind, you know, a crappier drapey top. Yeah. yeah, everything I have is, like, usually it's a Mm -hmm. (laughs) V-neck. It goes to my hips. (laughs) I'll do, like, um, if it's a shorter shirt, it'll usually be over, like, a really high skirt or dress. Not, I don't, I don't know, I don't. And I wear more high-waisted jeans than I used to. Me too. I used to be very anti-high-waisted jeans. Me too. I was like, ew. Yeah, ew. But also, 
which is so dumb because also my pants would like fall like i would have like butt crack yeah me too all the like time. what was i doing like just wear high-waisted pants fucking whale tailing all the time yeah like what what is life why are you doing <laughs> why are you this? doing this have some I- self-respect <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even know because like my mom wore and I used to call my mom's jeans high-waisted but mm-hmm. now the jeans I wear are like higher than what my mom because yeah. she'd be like she'd want to cover up her belly button I'm like what are you doing how are those even pants it's actually really funny how like I remember thinking like the smallest deviation from what I wanted was like uh-huh. unacceptable yes Cause totally because I, I remember like being like no like they have to be like the lowest jeans ever mm-hmm. and like if they even approached my belly button i was like sick ill get it away and like i thought it would be uncomfortable yeah like it's gonna cut into me how am i gonna like i know but now <laughs> i'm like that is so uncomfortable to wear jeans that are too low yes they're not on your body they're just falling off yeah. i also was so pro boot cut yes that i was <laughs> like skinny pants what is this the 1980s get out of here i know i hate this i know it's <laughs> so dated yes i remember thinking like Boot cut, bell bottoms only. 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 Like, also, hot when guys wear bell bottoms. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> not, like, not bell bottoms, but, bottoms, but like, but, boot like, cut. Boot cut. I was like, ooh, yes. And, like, very contrasted stitching to the pant. Oh, my God. I forgot about <laughs> contrasted stitching. Those, like, antique jeans. Are yes. Like, antique or, and big, pa- like, big pockets. Big pockets. Big pockets. They're, like, pockets. going down your thigh. <laughs> <laughs> you can fit so much stuff in those pockets. <laughs> Oh, my oh, the God. times they have changed. They have changed because now it's very minimalist is the look yeah. now. Well, because we were we did like a uh, dressing like the 90s last weekend for mm-hmm. our improv show. And I was I don't own bootcut pants anymore. Yeah, I had a pair that were like kind that are kind of str- like uh, barely approaching, barely approaching. And so I wore those. But I was like, I don't own the kind of jeans that I used to wear. Yeah. No, me neither. They're just gone. I yeah, it <laughs> it's very. It's interesting, like, how much of a, like, world of excess we were living in because, like, all of those looks were, like, a lot of look. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. they're just, uh, like, aggressive. They're, they're like, the McMansion of clothes. Yes. It's, like, Tuscan look of Oh, my clothes. God. And even, like, the makeup, like, all that glitter. Yes. All that dewiness. All that so much shine. So much dewiness. Like, the uh, uh, fun colors for eyeshadow. Oh, my gosh. Eyeshadow. Eyeshadow. I mean, so I think people fun. still wear it, but, like, you don't. If you can tell someone's wearing eyeshadow, yeah, it's usually like mm. I'm like this is a this is a night look for you then because <laughs> I will do like dark brown, sure, but I use it as like fake eyeliner, yeah, <laughs> which is like I just yeah, um, it is really and it's also so we're so off, but like I remember so the, you and I are kind of opposite. Like once I yes. start, like once I started wearing makeup, I refused to be seen without makeup like it was horrifying to me yeah to be seen without makeup because i was so scared of not having makeup on i don't yeah. know and i remember i used to do like um i would do like really like dark black eye liner yes and then i would go over it with this like sparkly green oh my God. eyeshadow and like blend them together and i was like oh it's like an emerald around my eyes that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and then i would wear um wet look uh, lip gloss of course like the wetter the better yeah wet all day wet <laughs> all day <laughs> and really it's just sticky yeah which that's yeah i'm unpleasant unpleasant but no i i could see that that was like a really good look for you kelly i can it imagine a great look uh yeah <laughs> no m- when my mom told me that she didn't like my headshots 
which is a thing. Your headshots are super cute. Thank you. She's like, I'm on your side, Kelly. I'm just telling you they didn't do a good job with your makeup and it doesn't look good. And she's like, they should have. Did I tell you this? She's like, no. She's like, they should have like lit you a lot and like done your makeup. Like, you know how you used to do it in high school like that. And I was like, what do you think a headshot is? And what kind of parts does she think you're auditioning for? Are you auditioning for an angsty teen part? Exactly. I don't think no, so. No, I cannot. You look fresh-faced and energetic and like, I don't know, you look like what I would think that people would cast you for. Oh, thanks. Well, it was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I, I it, but I remember getting... Because we were eating lunch and I, and I was like, do you realize that that's like mean? Because like <laughs> I seemed to like them enough to show them to you yeah. and for you to say like, it doesn't look good. Like she was, she was literally like, "These your headshots don't look good. The makeup looks bad. Um, you should have. They should have really, really, really like whited up your like like flat. You know what yeah. I mean? Like overlit you. Like, like we try to do on same day shipping so that we look 16. yeah. So we look sixteen. But that's a video. <laughs> um, but also, and so I was so like upset and mad yeah. because I was like, why do I keep inviting her into my life yeah. when all she does is like kind of shit on what I do." And then um, and then I remembered that – I don't have to upload some of these pictures. My mom has – in like I think – I want to say like 1998. Okay. She and her sister went to go get glamour shots oh, where no. they wore like weaves and like – but permed and her hair was permed. Oh, God. And it's very – like it's like, yeah. you know, the mall. Like, right. Like um, – where you no, get stickers? I know, yeah. 100% I know what glamour shots are. Which, I never got them because my parents are mean. Mom, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you are mean. I wanted glamour shots so bad. <laughs> we should get some uh, Hellmouthy glamour shots. You can get them as stickers. We could pass them out. That'd be amazing. That would be so- Do we wear fangs? <laughs> like we get all glammed what out. What I would love is and if then just like <laughs> we like don't show them. And then when the photographer's like, one, two, we <laughs> smile and they're like, ah. <laughs> so we're, we're like, punking a poor surprise. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm in i think we should get them i think it'd be fun i think it would be fun um but so she has these so okay so you think her idea of a headshot is just so far afield from well i asked she just her doesn't I was like, know. do you know what a headshot is and she was like it's a picture where you look good and i was like mm. no i mean maybe hopefully you should you you should look good in your head yeah it's one of those things that like a square is a rectangle but not always <laughs> <laughs> or a rectangle is not always a square yeah she yeah i mean she can't not wear metallic fuchsia lipstick all the time i wonder if that's part of your like no makeup now made you feel well now and also oh. that like when you were younger like yeah seeing that because like i grew up with mom i think i think when she w- went to work she would wear some kind of sheer lipstick on her face mm-hmm. but like anytime she didn't go was not on her way to the office like no makeup ever yeah. and so like it's, and she would have like she had a little makeup bag which i say her little ma- and i'm being like mean about it because like i feel like she didn't update i feel like it was the same powder yeah but then i did that until i was in my 20s like where i just had a little bag of like a cover girl compact pressed powder um but like it it's weird how you like internalize those things yeah i also had a thing and this sounds mean but i'm gonna say it because it's true it's more about me than her but like my grandmother who i think is one of like the most beautiful people that i know like she's always been gorgeous I always felt like she looked so different without, like, before she went to bed or, like, when she first woke up um, than she did during the day. And I was like, I don't ever want a person to, like, not recognize me yeah. without makeup. Yeah. And still, I don't want that. Like, still, like, right now I'm barefaced. Like, I don't want, if I showed up somewhere to see my friends, they would all be like, who? Are you sick? Like, yeah. what's going on? Um. 
So that's always been in my head of like, I don't, I don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. And also like when I wear a ton of foundation and like that kind of stuff, I feel like, like my face feels disgusting. Yeah. Like we should try and do a contouring tutorial. We should. We will look like monsters. Yeah, but it'll be fine. I don't know how to contour. <gasps> and strobe. We'll contour and strobe. Wait, what's strobing? That's like the highlighting thing that they're doing. That's like the new Oh, you contouring. just do it on your... Yeah, here. And I think somewhere up here. Yeah. And I think uh, here. Maybe, yeah, down your nose. And maybe pink right on your chin. I always feel like Mulan if I put on too much makeup. Yeah. Yeah, where you want to just wipe it off. Yeah, you're just like, one... this is not me, man. Yeah. Um, and I've told you this. Like, if I'm ever wearing enough foundation that you can't see my freckles, I feel like I'm It's a, too much. I'm like, a, who am I? Yeah. Cause like yeah, I feel like my like my freckled face is me. Yeah, I like your freckles. Oh, thanks. I was not fishing for that, but <laughs> I'll take it. Now that I mention it, um, though you know who I wish we could be having this conversation with, like a real talk conversation about what's appropriate and inappropriate. Who? Kate and her hair. Okay. <laughs> what is she doing in that first episode? Uh, it's like a beach look, but also here's the thing: I am feeling bad for her because I'm doing something that she is probably trying to do, which is grow out some kind of bang situation. Yes. So but I'm trying you're to, not scrunching it up with gel so as you do it. She is using uh, that uh, – what's that one called? I think it's called like wet look crunch or something. Yes. Where you're supposed to put it in when your hair is and wet. And scrunch. And scrunch. Yeah. And then it's supposed to stay But you see, here's the thing. If, you're, if you have that many layers, you just look like a shaggy dog. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. I mean, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it sucks that you can't do every look, Kate. But this is one you – just get a blowout. Yeah. I mean, her – the thing is, her hair can look really good. Yeah, we've, we've seen, seen it. it look really good. But w- thinking of her hair, this is going to sound so mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just watched this episode of Bates Motel. Yeah, where Norman is like taxidermying this dog. That okay? And <laughs> there's a part where they're like putting the fur over yes. the like preserved body. Uh-huh. And when he's carrying just the fur, it's a shaggy dog. Yes, I was like, that's Kate's. That's hair. That's Kate's hair for it's, sure. Like PC, like got run over by a car. Yep. Hair. Blonde, oh. chunky hair. Blonde, chunky. And there's other chunkiness in this episode because we also have <laughs> Cordy's chunky highlights that are very chunky. They're so chunky. They're so chunky. She luckily has like an angel face. Yeah. So and she's like, like perfect stunning. hair. So yes. it's like it works out for her. Yeah. But Kate, it, it's like mean. Yeah. It's mean of that hairdresser. To do I that think to Kate. there was a fight. Um, <laughs> it's actually, remember when those like skunky highlights were in? Yes. I think it's probably like, an easier highlight to do. Well, yeah, you can because you don't have to worry about overprocessing. Yeah, it's not like Baylange or whatever. What's Baylange? Oh, that's like the hot thing now. What? Is where it's sort of ombre ish. Okay, it's kind of a new name for ombre, but it's like it's almost like strand by strand, and it's oh different God. colors. It looks beautiful if you like go to the Baylange uh, Instagram hashtag. It's, it's like B E L A N G A B A A B A Y L A N G E. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but it's like they, it. You can tell it's like expensive hair. You can see it. Like you're you like can okay, see the money. S- someone spent three hundred dollars to get this done, and is going to have to do upkeep every six weeks. Baylage. Oh, maybe Baylage. Maybe I added an N. Oh my god, it looks so good, right? And because like ombre was hot, but then ombre got very like like straight lines and stuff. Like it wasn't the right look. Yeah. Um. No, it looks really really nice. Um. But here's another thing. Mm. Uh, one, I think I found a gray hair, but I'm choosing to say maybe it's not. Blonde. <laughs> maybe it's blonde. 
Um, also, I cut off all of my dyed hair. So now yeah. I have all my real hair. And there's more highlights in it than I thought there would be. Yeah. So maybe you happy. still have like blondie pieces. Yeah, there's like blondiness. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm not as broomy yeah. as I thought I was. Yeah. So that was another thing. Also, oh, I adored in Thin Red Line. Ah, I said it wrong. Thin Dead. Thin Dead. Thin Dead Line. Um, I loved that they kept up the continuity of Cordy's shirt that she left at Angel's Investigation. Yes. That was so good. It was <gasps> such a fun Easter egg. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kelly. What? Do you think that was the shirt that she took off in that episode where she changed behind the desk? Holy shit. Maybe. We have to go Could the continuity be that good on this show? That would be insane. That'd be insane. Okay, but yeah. So like the and she was she's like I thought it was a one of a kind. Yeah, she didn't even she didn't even make the connection. But it was very cute. Oh, when Wesley got shot, I didn't take a lot of notes to the end of this episode because yeah, I was just kind of watching and yeah, trying to keep up with all the stuff that was happening. But I said that I wrote Wesley is shot right in the white boy privilege. Yeah, because he's like, stop, Mr. Police Officer. I shall me. (laughs) I shall explain everything. I know. I know. It's totally true. That's a very funny joke. Thank you, friend. Um, you're welcome. Um, um, but all you had to do was sneak into a secret room and smash a patron state of zombies. Yep. <laughs> Which is kind of, all right, show. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. Okay, Pretty fine. easy wrap up. I did like the Wesley and Gunn moment um, mm-hmm. when Wesley's in the hospital bed mm-hmm. and they do their, like, holding of fists yeah. thing. It was very cute. It was very cute. And then having Angel show up. Yeah. And Cordy saying stay away was pretty powerful. Yes. Because, dude, it's true. Like, he fucked them over and just left and treats them like shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Taking us to the next episode. Reprise. Reprise. Uh, In which we get to... (laughs) That first scene, I couldn't remember if it was a dream or not. (laughs) And so, like, he's in the... He's walking down the hallway and there's Dark, a baby. Scary. And then I was, the baby doll was like, I was like, fuck. I was like, does Drew show up in this episode? I, I was so confused. I was like, maybe I'm not remembering. And then he goes into the room of goats and I was like, okay, maybe this is a dream sequence. I was like, maybe. A, no, it's not a dream sequence. It's two guys whose mm-hmm. job it is to sacrifice a bunch of goats <laughs> for Wolfman Hart. And they've got a little kit. They've got a kit and like Ikea style instructions. Yes. And they're like not really understanding how to no. do it. I loved those guys. Yeah. Those guys were great. I like that. That kind of humor works for me more than like the Merle stuff. Yeah. Like where they treat it like, okay, so if this, if Wolfman Hart really existed and they had to hire people, like what would that world look like mm-hmm. more than like goofy demons? Yeah. Even if demons are the people who are carrying out these things, I like that when it takes them more seriously. Because mm-hmm. it was more grounded that these guys are, yeah, it's a job. Yeah. I'm going to do the job. going to kill some goat. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad at me. I'm just doing my job. Yeah. More than like, watch out, mister. I don't mean, I got to get out of town. Everyone's after me. Like, yeah. Who cares? Shut up. Be yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that is what a lot of people do that like, even in real life that like don't know like you know like teenagers trying to do some like uh magic and stuff and Mm -hmm. if they don't know exactly what they're doing i'm sure they're on some fucking website and they're like well it says to like do this thing and like yeah it seemed much more real and i liked those guys and honestly even the the story and i forget the family name but the third-eyed girl and her family Mm -hmm. again she gets no lines in this episode either none uh the idea that seemed really grounded too. Mm-hmm. This idea of like, well, we think you made this into a problem. This problem, this is a 
this is crazy. Like, there's, yeah. I'm not going to believe in demons. So it makes more sense that you guys did something weird to my daughter. Yeah. My silent mute daughter. Yes. <laughs> and then fixed her. It's so like, I, I don't know. That, again, felt grounded. Like, that's the kind of angel that I like the best mm-hmm. is when they're dealing with things that are crazy, but in such a grounded, yeah. real way. Totally. Um, And I know we had a lot of makeup talk, mm-hmm. but Lila's red lip is on fire. Yeah. She always looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's growing on me a lot. I like yeah, her. I like her a lot. I think she's so true to who she is. Yep. Like she, who she is, is she presents it. <laughs> she's like, this is yep. it. Well, even with those like bodyguards where she's like, stay close. And Angel just comes up and like bops them on the head and they fall down. And she's like, oh, I knew those guys were useless. And she kicks <laughs> one of them. I was like, oh my God, she's being such a bitch. I, I know. Her. I also love that like she, she's like, I'm not going to learn how to fight or anything. Yeah. I'm just going to align myself with strong people hopefully she just seems like yeah just because like Lindsay's way of dealing with it is very like i'm i i'm dirty yeah i'm always dirty i okay i do feel bad for him but i did love when he's like i'm always dirty and walks away and darla rolls her eyes because i was like girl i'm doing that too (laughs) like he seems so I felt bad for him. I did feel bad because he thinks he's, like, taking care yes, of her. Yes, and he's getting played really hard. Yeah. And he's got a whole new apartment, another Contempo casual nightmare. Ne- yes, look. And he, he's, like, he comes home from work. Yeah. He And he's bringing home dinner. Yeah. And he, he thinks that he's, like, finally kind of getting it. Even yeah. though, like, he's pissed about work and, like, all that. He's still, like, well, I got this cold fucking blood for he got cold for, blood for this woman that he loves or in vampire that he loves yeah who is at least letting him take care of her even if that's all a lie yeah yeah um i, I mean like i just like i don't like seeing him in pain i just enjoy that dynamic me too um so that bookstore scene was so long it was like it was interminable it was like when <laughs> so the guy's like, you changed my life. Um, I was like, and we're done. And then he's like, <laughs> actually, I let this demon kill all those people. And I was like, and we're done. And then he's like, oh, um, let me go like get the, the book you need. The book you need. And I was like, oh, my God. He has to walk all the way up. Get the book. Like, <laughs> it was so long. And I had forgotten how the scene ended. So I was like, "What? this is pointless. Yeah. Like, I'm going to look at my phone. I don't even care. Mm-hmm. But it isn't pointless because it I ends got awesome. Up, I got up to go to the bathroom <gasps> and like no. stopped mid-step because he got stabbed. It's and I was so like, good. Oh, shit. Oh, I loved it. And then, of course, Angel is an idiot. He runs towards the knife. What? You don't know how long the knife is, Angel. <laughs> Do not run toward idiot. it. And gets stabbed himself. Mm-hmm. And Darla taunts him and runs away with the glove. Yeah, this glove. What is she going to do with the glove? I didn't get that. I don't know. I think she just wants to wreak havoc. Okay. She's just, you know how she is. Because, yeah, so Angel, like, learns that this glove, if worn while, like, choking out the senior (laughs) partner, will destroy the senior partner. Which, honestly, maybe maybe Darla wants to do that to have more freedom or power. But I think she really just likes messing stuff up. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy that she hasn't tried to kill Angel, really. Yeah. But also, it's not crazy if you think of where her heart really lies yes um but i yeah i love stabby darla me too and i mean her hope that like he's gonna be the person 
that she remembers yeah. kind of comes true at the end of this episode where he's right. like, nothing fucking matters. And he's throwing her around. Yes. And she's like scared, but also into it. Yeah. And you're like, ah. yeah, I was like, ah, I feel weird. It does. It's such a weird scene because Darla the human would not want to be treated that way. Right. Darla the vampire might. Darla the vampire does. There's like, but there's like questionable consent yeah. stuff in that scene where you're like, I don't know if yeah. this is good or bad. Yeah. But I I'm, I think this they both play it really like it's a yeah. good scene of television, but it was, you do feel uncomfortable because like on one level it's like kind of hot. Yeah. But on another level you're like, he's literally throwing her through glass doors and she's saying, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> she's saying like. Yeah. And how much of that is her actual like kind of baiting him how much mm-hmm. of it it's so interesting just because like we know that she is evil and that she mm-hmm. has been wanting to push him to this her entire yes interactions with him yes up to this point so it's yeah it was kind of weird because i was like i was like oh this is like kind of hot but like is this just like vampire version of rough sex yeah maybe and they have such history with one another yeah that there's almost like a part of you that's like they know what where the lines are you know what i mean like they this this is is not the first time they threw each other through walls like i'm sure that this is you know um where are they are they at Lindsay's apartment sorry i just now had this thought i thought they were in like one of the garden level rooms of the so hotel so she shows up at his hotel i think so okay i forgot to be in the scene because i I forgot too i think because i think it is it's not her house I don't know. Because her house is Lindsay's house. I don't think it's Lindsay's house. That would be crazy. That would be... I mean, it would... It would track, but it's crazy. It would be... It would make me feel even more bad for Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) It would fill up my Lindsay hole. My Lindsay hole? Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) The spot in my heart that I have for him. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, we kind of have covered Darla now. Yeah. Um, Can we talk a little bit about... We've got some Kate things to talk about. I, do you not want to do you do you want to move on? No, just, I'm just wondering is so is this the goodbye to Kate or we We have no. one more we have more episode. More episode. More episode. <sighs> um so cuz Kate one thing, Kate gets fired. Yeah. And then at the end they're like so what do you have to say? And she and by the way, don't say anything about monsters. And she's like, "Well, you've backed me into a corner." Yeah. Which I did kind of feel for her there because I've had that before where someone just like lay like you think you're coming in for one conversation and someone lays all of this stuff on you mm-hmm. and you even if you have defense for all of it or even if you feel don't you know even if you have like a reason for everything mm-hmm. it's just when it's all sitting there you're like well the case is built yeah what 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 do you want me to say and like there you've already decided what you think yeah and you've and, presented it and the defense that you have that would explain all of it mm-hmm. they're like don't use that yeah i know you're sad about your dad i gotta talk to you about kate so she has this thing. She gets fired. She goes bing, bing, home. Bing. She goes into her apartment, which does not look like she decorated it. Did you notice that apartment? It looked like, well, it just had, like, pictures of her dad. Well, it had a blue, a bright blue wall <laughs> and then, like, yellow furniture. Like, yeah. it was, like, I don't, it was so not her style. I know. Like, it should have been all, like, gray with like a pop of red. I was just gonna say that burgundy. Like yeah, a, oh yeah, 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 gray with burgundy. I could see that being her. That would be her. And everything kind of matched, but nothing really looked good together. Yeah. Um. But instead, it's bright colors everywhere. That was weird. And then that picture of her dad Which, looked 
was like a sniper scope picture. Yes. And it was like blown up and cropped of his face, like not even his whole face. I was like, what is this picture? Did you crop out? Like, who did you crop out of this picture? Oh, yourself. Oh, 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 no. He never posed for a picture with her. No, he never would have. That's probably on that hot dog day. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so weird. It's such. And I, I blame props. Yeah. Because like. They couldn't have gotten that actor's head. Like, honestly, that actor's headshot would have looked better. Yeah. Than a blown up cropped picture of Maybe his face. Maybe his headshot is like one of those in costume ones and he's like wearing a doctor outfit. That'd be amazing. It's <laughs> a doctor headshot. It would be perfect. Um, yeah, that it was so bad. And like her being, oh, crying over it. Um, so then she decides to kill herself because mm-hmm. she has nothing left, mm-hmm. which she had kind of been hinting about for a while, but I thought she was just going to leave town. I thought she was going to go, like, find herself in yeah, the desert but no, or something. Not so much. Instead, she's given up at all. And so she calls Angel. Kind of. A, she really calls Angel so he will stop her from killing herself, yeah. I think. So she calls him and leaves him a message. Uh, and she talks on the phone in an interesting way. How would you describe it, Kelly? She's, I, you've seen people do this way of talking on phones. No. Literally never. What are you've you talking You've never seen about? people talk that way? What? Are you kidding? Holding the phone uh-huh. out like this? A landline phone. Oh, it's a landline. I forgot it was a Yeah, landline. it's a landline. It has a cord on it. <laughs> it's a phone with a cord. <laughs> with it. Ow. And um, for the for our uh, zillennial and early millennial users, listeners. Okay, so the way they used to work is it had a cord on one end. And then the actual handset of the phone had on the top, it was for listening. And the bottom was for talking. And then there was a handle in the middle that you would use to yeah. hold it close to your face. And the cord is coming out of the bottom of the talking part. Usually uh, curled. Curled. So you could like play with it while you talked mm-hmm. or, you know. I used to love to wrap it around. Yes. You wrap it around your that. finger. You uncurl it. You like fix it when other people yeah. like, screw it up. It's yeah. great. It's a fun activity. It's a fun activity. Uh, Kate chose to talk into her phone while slumped against a wall and dying of pills. Yeah. By holding the speaking part up to her mouth and the listening part away from her face. So she... Like it's a walkie-talkie, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that's supposed to show just how gone she is. You know what I mean? But it's like... so, And she, and also that she has no intention to actually hear what Angel would have to say. Does she know it's a, a I think she knows machine? it's a machine. I think she's hoping he's... I think subconsciously she's hoping he's there. And he mm-hmm. is there. He hears it he, he and he turns it away. off. He's like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about this. Um, but yeah, I don't think in real life I've ever seen someone hold that kind of phone that way. Yeah. Me that's, neither. that's insane. That's, <laughs> it's like a crazy because first of all, the cord is like touching your chin. Yeah. The cord's right there. It's not like I could see I've done where you put the part where you're listening up to your ear and you like let yeah. the other part, you push it away from your, you wouldn't put it above your head. You put like below your head, but you like. Don't you keep that part away from your mouth? Mm-hmm. Like if you're just listening, you're just listening. You're having a conversation with someone else. Yeah, you're like super. You're a super busy businesswoman, oh and my you're God. like, take this to the cleaners. Go and file those in the Johnson and then file, you, and then you pull it up to your mouth and be like, not you, and then yeah. like put it down. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Sven. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Sven's her son. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to tell her about his day at yeah. school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like the ear part you do, but I've never seen anyone pull hold it. So that the ear part is, like, away from your face and yeah. the mouth part is up to it and the cord is right in your mouth. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That's no what one, a crazy no person does. <laughs> no one does that. I don't get one. I mean, people, you're right. People do that with their phones. But usually it's because they're taking, like, a voice memo. 
or they're like um trying to pretend it's on speaker i've seen people yeah i've seen people do that thing too where they think this is not hand they think this is handless driving oh god but i'm like your hand is still your holding. hand is still holding it also like bluetooth uh yeah <laughs> try that bluetooth or maybe pull over yeah figure out your life or um i've done the uh well i wear a lot of sports bras mm-hmm. speakerphone tuck it in your sports bra and you face the you face like the speaker part yeah because it go- comes out the speakers here and the microphone there so i'll do this it's been a very long time since my car didn't have built in me too <laughs> so i like can imagine that yeah i used to also do I guess before I had built-in Bluetooth, I would do I would do my earbuds one ear. Yeah, you put the yeah. one with the spe- with the mic the on microphone it. on there. Oh, they don't. That's not even a thing now. It's all air earbuds. Shit. Is that what? You, so your phone doesn't have a headphone jack, right? No, you're living in the future. But it has like um, the converter thing. Okay, but you can't charge your phone and do earphones. That's at the same so time. dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no offense, Apple, but like that was stupid. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Although I do use just Bluetooth speakers now or or, or headphones. Sure, but, like, that it's, like, forcing an issue that wasn't an yeah. issue. Like, yeah. nobody was like, oh, I wish I didn't have this stupid headphone jack. Exactly. Like, that was not anyone's issue. And the whole reason why I got the Bluetooth headphones to begin with was for running, not for this phone. Um. So that was my last note of this episode. A lot happens in this episode. My last note was the way Kate talks to the phone. I had, like, two notes for this episode. <laughs> There's a lot happening. It's a very... Oh, we haven't even talked about... Angel, why Angel loses faith in the world and goes and has oh, sex yeah. with Darla. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, right. So so Angel's like, I'm going to take out this senior partner and mm-hmm. take his ring yep. and go to the home office, which is basically hell. But they, it's interesting. The show doesn't use the word hell, I think, no. at all. I think one person, I think the book guy uses it once. Oh, okay. In a very offhand way. But Yeah, but it's like they call it the home office. It's the idea that where the senior partners are operating from. Yeah, it's and then the source keep, of evil, essentially. And they do say things like that where they'll be like, this is where it all is or yeah. whatever. Um, And so Angel gets his ring. He gets mm-hmm. thrown out of the top of Wolverman <laughs> Heart and just like falls. And he's like, uh, uh. Got my ring. Yeah. Um, slips that ring on. Slips that ring right on. And a an elevator opens up. Ding. And it is Holland. 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 <laughs> Holland. Holland is in there. Holland's and, in there. And he doesn't look too worse for wear considering yeah. he was killed by a vampire. And he just has a little chomp on his he's neck. a little chomp on his neck. Um, but he's not a ghost. No. He's not a ghost. He is just dead. He's just dead. Because their contracts last forever yes which was kind of a fun that was kind of cool yeah so they he's like are you sure you want to get in this elevator it's a one-way trip once you go you can't come back back. well he doesn't say that because he just says it's a one-way trip yeah because hint 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 so he gets in and then he's like it's a long way so let's have a chat yeah so they talk angel and holland and holland essentially is like you know what evil has existed since this planet has existed since this does he say dimension I think it's Lauren who talks about dimensions earlier. I don't think Holland. So he's yeah. So he's like, since the first caveman hit the other caveman with a stick, like evil and Wolfman Hart, we're eternal. Like yeah, you worry about winning because that's your small mind. Mm -hmm. But we don't worry about winning because no matter what happens, we're going to exist. Yeah, there's nothing that's can we. You can't smash us out of existence because we're eternal. Yeah, 
And he's basically saying, like, everyone's just playing their part. Like, yep, that's all it is, is that, like, you are just doing the thing you're supposed to do and yep. everything will always keep existing as yeah. it always does. And whatever you do in the grand scheme is meaningless because you were fated to do it anyway. Yeah. So you don't have any control over your life. And the things you're trying to save, like, they're not – they either will be saved or won't be saved. And either way, it's no skin off our nose. Like, right. we don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, you're here to play your part. And if your part is to die, you die. If your part is to live, you live. Whatevs. And then the door's open. And then the door's open. And Oh, he says, we're here. Oh, right. And the door's open. And Angel looks out. And it looks like they haven't moved at all. Mm-hmm. Because they kind of haven't. Mm-hmm. Because the home office is Earth. Mm-hmm. Earth is the place where all of the evil lives mm-hmm. and the source of everything. Yeah. And Holland says, like, did you really think that, like, it wouldn't be this way? Because basically everyone is evil. Like, yep. we wouldn't exist if we didn't exist everywhere. Yes. And Angel's like, what the fuck? And he walks around. He sees a homeless guy, which I okay. feel bad for that. That homeless guy is not the personification of evil. No. He's literally just, like, pushing his cans. It's like. That guy, yeah, there were a couple of, like, weird and sensitive things. Like, so first we see, like, this mom that's, like, being mean to her kids. Great. Yeah, she's being very mean. Evil. Got it. Then we get, like, just these two dudes standing on the corner. Yeah. I was like, okay. Here's the thing they did, is they cast a bunch of less good-looking people than usual. Yeah. I feel like they were like, okay, usually we only have good-looking people on this show. Yeah. Let's get some not-beautiful people. Yeah. And they can personify evil. Mm. There's, like, a woman who's probably a prostitute. Mm. She seemed like it. And then <laughs> she's, I didn't, like even that we're saying this like yeah it was so it was kind of silly yeah they just had a lot of people standing on corners yeah and so Angel is getting more and more demoralized because these are the people he's pledged his life to protect and knowing that nothing he yeah he's in the he's very uh, nihilistic nothing matters yes why does anything why do any why do the right thing if no matter what you do there it doesn't matter evil is going to outlive you yeah. Which is a really heavy thing mm-hmm. um, and and kind of real, right? Because, like, yeah. we're all drops in a bucket. Yeah. A bucket of hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he flips out and is like, fine, if nothing matters, screw all my friends. Screw Kate trying to leave me this voicemail. Yeah. I'm going to go have sex with Darla. Yes. Well, just, we're pretty sure, even though we neither of us really remember, that Darla comes to him. I think Darla comes to him. Okay, so he's at home. He flips off Kate's voicemail he's like whatever Wait, but does he come to her that's i feel like he does go to her all right hold on i'm gonna look it up on netflix okay or would it be easy is wikipedia gonna have that in the detail wikipedia while you look up netflix yeah let's do it tag team back again check and direct and let's begin party on party people let's hear some noise dc's in the house from jump for the road there's a party over here party over there with your hands in the air shake your derriere these five words when you get to busy whoop there it is Uh oh he finds darla waiting for him okay that's what we thought okay so He's nihilistic and Darla's there. Mm-hmm. And he's been fighting both her and his, like, his attraction to her and his knowledge of, like, what's right and wrong this whole time. Mm-hmm. And now she's there and he knows, he knows that she's there for the taking. Yeah. And so he takes. Yep. And then there's a lot of, like, war music with the sex yeah they they're very fighty until they're not and then it gets like very like curtains blowing in the wind yeah it gets like very it gets very like sweet first not i won't call it sweet but like it gets like steamy it gets very like cinemax yeah for a second Um, because at first it's like fighting 
Yeah, it and is fighting at first, and it does turn into does kind like, of like it's a. It feels long. It feels like a lot. Of it scenes. was a lot. It was a lot. Um, and then they fall asleep, and she's like curled up, like uh-huh. next to him, and he wakes up. He's like, ah, oh, grips his, grips his chest. No, <gasps> but what will happen? What will happen? Everyone is like poised for destruction, basically. Yeah. Oh, Cordy's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Or she's headed toward headed toward danger. certain demise. Well, Maybe. Yeah. Gun is missing. Probably shacked up with Gun Anne. Gun is shacked up with Anne. Which honestly, Gun is doing pretty well. Yeah. Because Anne is cute. She's cute. She, she cares about the homeless. She's people. doing what oh. he. Sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say she's doing what he kind of forgot he wanted to do. Yes, like her, their grassroots. mission. Yes, um, though, and this and a part of it is just that actress is so eternally pretty. <laughs> but the casting of the homeless youth and her do not work because they look the same age. Yeah, how she's, does she have any authority over these people? I they know. all look twenty five. Yeah, and she and looks maybe twenty six. They're supposed to be kids, but they are like. Old. They're old. And I don't know if it's like union rules, but like I know that street teenagers probably look older than they're hardened. Yeah. It. But like these people look like they're hardened by living in LA for five years at post college. Yeah. And like going to auditions. <laughs> <laughs> They've been through the ringer. Like yeah. you could audition and you would look too young for these people. Well, like, thank you. Yeah. Trying I to think, make up for I think your she's mom. trying to, and she's also, you're trying to make up for the fact that like I have not been carded a lot the last few times <laughs> you almost got carded last weekend but i didn't you did it because someone invited us into the bar <laughs> we were walking up to the uh it's not a bouncer but like the card guy yeah and and you were we, like i promise he's gonna he's card gonna me. card he's gonna card all of us and then we got to the door and the door got swung open by two like irishmen yeah and they said welcome to the bar and they were like very gallivant they were very gallivant and and i was like what? And you're so mad. But at that point, you can't. What are you going to do when two Irishmen say come into you this bar? You have to go in. You, you have, have to go, go in. in. And so we did. And then we made waitresses mad. The, we need to figure out how to not make waitresses mad at that bar. It's the closest bar to your house. I know. So we got to figure it out. We just got to. If we find seats, just do that first. Just go about seating first. I think that's what we have to do. I think we just do not go to the bar. I don't care how much we all want beers. Yeah. And a vodka for you. And a vodka for me. No vodkas for me. Because I get for too a while. gassy if I have too much beer. Yeah. Well, and if I have too much vodka, we know what happens. So that was it for these two episodes, right? I mean, these were very mythology-heavy episodes. I do think not having a guest made us focus way less on the content of these episodes. I know. A guest would have wanted to talk about these things, and we're just like, nah, stuff happened. I know. Um, I'm still sad for that third-eyed girl who got no lines. None. She She's had to sit in makeup for so long <laughs> and then nothing. <sighs> um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see how this, how things keep going. Um, so n- next week we are going to be talking about the body. Yep. Next week we're going to be talking about the body. And then af- and then two weeks from now, the next time it's an angel ep, it will be epiphany and disharmony. Ooh, disharmony. Disharmony. Hmm. All right, guys. Have a great week. And don't get bit. What are you going to say? I don't know. I was going to do something about streets. Okay. Do you want me to try it again? All right, guys. Have a great week. And keep your cheeks on the streets. <laughs>